Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. I've got a really cool show for you guys. Um, I want to introduce first and foremost my incredible guest co-host who introduced me to my incredible star guest, Justin Drummond. Say hello to everyone. Hello. I'm really excited to be back on Remember Then Radio. We're going to have a good show today. We're going to have a great show. So... Why don't you introduce our star guest? Yeah, I always love it like when you like give me the honor. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I actually uh, was uh, scrolling through Facebook, and uh, uh, a lot of uh, artists uh, tend to catch my eye. And uh, I was really lucky enough, like, uh, to find this one. He just happened to like pop up on my timeline, and I uh, gave him a shout out. And here we are today, JC McCord. How you doing? I'm doing great, Justin. Thank you so much for reaching out. Hey, Jerry. Hey, everybody. Hey, how you doing, JC? I am doing fabulous. So I am super... Hope everybody is doing well. I'm super excited, man. I'm super excited to have you again. I'm going to make... I'm excited to be here. I'm going to make everyone giggle because... And I didn't tell you I was going to say this today, but I'm going to make everyone giggle about um, me booting you to this date. All right, because I did tell um, Kenny Vance before the show started about your conversation with me, and I loved it, and it was great, and he said to say thank you to you. All right, so guys, I was supposed to interview JC, and I had to boot him for Kenny Vance that date, and he was wonderful. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. You said, and, went, and it was so funny because all I said to you was, oh, listen, I'm, I'm sorry, but I got to move your show. Is that okay? And you said, who am I getting booted for, Jer? And we laughed, and I said, okay, I'll tell you, Kenny Vance. And you said, totally worth it. Totally worth it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I didn't hear about this, Jerry. No. I, I, I had no idea. You didn't, Justin. Listen, because, because, all right, Justin's tough on me when I try to move a guest, okay? So, I, I listen, it was so funny, Justin. I was trying to be very professional and very nice, you know, to JC and, and just tell him like I had a little conflict and he knew right away. He was like, all right, Jared, come on. Who you booting me for? Well, we laughed so hard. And I did tell Kenny Vance on the phone before our show started. And he said to say thank you to you. <laughs> oh, no, no. The pleasure was all mine. That was great. That was great. So, Justin, that's what happened. It was Kenny Vance, man. <laughs> So, it was so great. So, all right. So, JC, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you first? Because your music is absolutely beautiful. And then, of course, I'm going to share something with the world about you and Justin as well. So, tell everyone a little bit about what you do. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. So I'm an independent country artist. Uh, I've been performing as long as I can remember, probably got started into it as a kid, and went and uh, went and pursued uh, dreams early on in life, went to Nashville for a while and really learned the craft of songwriting. Um, discovered a little bit later that I had some other passions that I wanted to pursue, such as uh, teaching. And so I, I went back to college and, and got my degree for teaching, and I'm proud to say I've been a special education teacher uh, in high school up in New England for the last 12 years. Really enjoy it. And um, 
I, I still I, I do music. I, I can't I can't imagine not doing music. So there's so many great platforms now for an independent artist to um, record music, write songs, and then get music out there um, through the internet and, and through all, all different types of social media. So this is this is really what I'm doing. I'm I'm really passionate about it and. That's what my my motto, living the good life, which is my single, that, that's really what it's about. It's about finding things that you're passionate about, uh, pursuing them, you know, not letting anybody tell you that you can't, and just, um, you know, doing things to, to the best of your ability and, and trying to inspire others and be inspired. So, so. you know, I want to say something to everyone out there. No matter what my shows are about and who my guests are, I always try to make them inspirational. So far, so good. My guests are off the charts, and they love inspiring others, and I've been really blessed with that. Um, and the reason why I love JC so much is because he's a teacher for special eds as well as his incredible music. Um, and my guest co-host, Justin. Justin, you know, doesn't know I'm always going to say this, but I do, and he, he respects it, and he is a huge inspiration as well. Justin, tell everyone a little bit about you, please. All right. Uh, well, um, I uh, actually uh, started uh, for um, uh, radio uh, about uh, maybe uh, two or three years ago. Um, I uh, uh, worked for a couple of radio stations, and uh, like uh, uh, one radio station led to another, and uh, I uh, started uh, actually like uh, uh, doing like uh, my first gig with uh, booking and everything. And um, I knew I needed like something else, and that's when I contacted uh, Jerry, and uh, she like it, said like, you know what, Justin, like uh, you're gonna be doing the shows with me, and I'm like, what? Like, and I and I say this on every single show because like the, the, this moment like always takes me back. I'm like, what? Are you serious? And, like I like I because I had like no training at all. Like uh, with doing podcasts, and uh, I am so happy that like uh, she told me that she brought me into this position because I'm absolutely loving every single show that we did. I love every single guest that we brought, and it's it's just incredible. Now tell them a little bit about your background. Okay, so um, I uh, actually uh, was. Uh, put on the uh, autistic spectrum like ever since I was a kid I never really knew about it like until like I started reaching my uh, teen years uh, because like I was always that always someone that like would always like be by themselves and like I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up and it, it, it was hard it really was hard and I definitely uh, like see this as a uh, definitely like a step builder like a, to uh like a get on the roll with things like and accomplish like anything that i want to do tell them what you were actually diagnosed with oh I, I i said like i said like i was on the autistic spectrum like uh ever since like i was a kid okay yeah, but I, but is it asperger's is that what it is yeah like okay it's a high the high functioning autism yeah okay okay gotcha so the reason why i always feel it's important to talk about these things especially now with you jc with what you do for a living is so that people out there feeling like 
they're powerless. People out there who are suffering in a room by themselves. You know what I mean? I want them to know that you're not powerless and anything is possible, you know, and talk to someone. So that's why. And I thank both of you for being here. Justin, thank you. So I am going to play one of your songs. Let's do it. Living the good life, baby. JC McCord, everybody. Here we go. Let's get it. I've always tried to be a friend, a friend would like to have. Help you up when you're down, show up when you need a hand. That's just the way I was raised, that's just who I Living the good life Best as I can It's that state of mind That gets easier to find I get what I give And I give all I can My favorite moments Are the ones we share I like having some fun On Saturday night Singing amazing grace Come morning Just an ordinary guy You ask my wife She'll say Lord bless me try I work real hard All day and come home And quit in time I wouldn't trade this good life For nothing And that suits me just fine You don't need to go far when you're happy where you are I get what I give and I give all I can My favorite moments are the ones we share I like having some fun on Saturday night Singing amazing grace come morning light I still got a few bad habits Mad beautiful really opens my eyes
incredible, incredible. Before I have you tell us about that, let's give some shout outs to the people actually in the chat room because this is amazing. First and foremost, Babalu, and this is why, he always has front and center seat. He is always the first one in there. So Babalu, I love you, man. I want to give a shout out to Diane, Karen. Hello, ladies. Carol, Mikey, the Baron of Bayside. Listen, Shirley, she is from Hong Kong, guys. She is in our chat room and it is like 2.13 a.m. over there. I love you, lady. I love everyone in the chat room. And I got messages and texts. We have Ireland listening, Australia, Hong Kong, and Canada at this moment, and there will be more. They wanted me to say hello to you. They're not in the chat room. So this is so cool. So there you go, JC, all for you. That's amazing. Okay, amazing. Um, so tell everyone about this song because that's such a beautiful song. And then Justin will let you ask him a couple questions. Uh, thank you. I, I, I think it's, I started writing this probably around the beginning of, um, everything happening with, with COVID-19 and, and, and all of the stress that that was bringing that I just needed to kind of take a tally of, um, you know, what was working in my life. And, and, you know, even before I, I finished asking myself the question, you know, there was so many things that I'm, I'm so blessed for, you know, um, I love that uh, I get to live live life with my beautiful wife Michelle, and now we've just um, added uh, a new uh, a new pet to the family. We've got Bentley, the Wonder Dog. He's a uh, he's, he's part Labrador, uh, part Retriever, and a hundred percent awesome. We just um, we just love him. So there's just there, there's so many great things that that I've got in my life, and I'm so so grateful. I'm so blessed for all of them that uh, writing the song was kind of my therapeutic way of, of getting myself out of the doldrums. And, and I thought, well, you know, that's the, the power of a song. You know, that's, that's what music does. It's that emotion. And I, and I wanted to make sure that, you know, I had the opportunity to, um, to share it with other people in hopes that maybe it might, you know, have the same effect on them. So I talked to um, my producer who I work with, George Dassault, and I said, "Hey, man," I said, "What do you think? Uh, what do you think about this song?" And he said, uh, "Like he always does." Well, I think we need to record it, <laughs> so we did. And before we knew it, uh, ended up I, I think all of the therapy. I probably wrote about seventeen or so songs, and then uh, we we took our top ten and, and turned it into turned it into an album that we call a Good Life Country." So, and and this being the the first single on that, but one of the one of the things that um, within the song the lyric in the bridge it says each day i wake up early to watch the sunrise it's it's so true it's it's really the the main message of the song which is to you know start every day with a positive intention uh that you want to that you want to create you know the beauty that you want to create in this world and it's amazing the effect that when you do that how um things just kind of you know miraculously fall into place and, and and everything just starts fitting and making sense so so that's that's really the story behind living the good life it's um you know it's just about um inspiring and being inspired well before i give the mic to justin i just want to give another shout out someone just came into the chat room named kojak 
you want to check this guy out. Kojak is a fellow DJ. Not only, I mean, he is not only a fellow DJ on RTR, Remember Them Radio. His show is Monday night, 8 p.m. He is an incredible, incredible friend. He, he promotes all my stuff. I try to do the same for him. The guy is off the charts. You've got to listen to his shows. He's, he knows so many artists from back in the day till present. The guy is incredible. I love you, Kojak. And thank you for being here. So he's here to listen to you, JC. He always stalks. Yeah. He stalks my shows to see like, who does Jerry have now? Maybe I can steal him. And yes, he can steal any of my guests. (laughs) So there you have it. So Justin, what would you like to say? I've been uh, waiting for this moment. Uh, like, and I'm really glad I finally like get to have the floor with you. Me too, uh, Justin. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, as always, like uh, I usually like uh, to start uh, from the beginning. Uh, I wanted like uh, like uh, give you a chance to tell everyone about like your first memory of music and like how music uh, came into your life. Like, what like was there like a big moment or like uh, did, did you just like uh, Great question. Uh, I think that I experienced uh, music at a very young age. I, uh, you know, I, I, I had uh, my mother was was had such eclectic taste when it came to music, and and I, I really give her the credit for um, you know introducing me to so much great music. You know, from James Taylor, to Fleetwood Mac, to uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Crosby, Stills and Nash, and Young. Um, so there were always uh, there were always albums spinning in the house. Um, there was always music being played, and I just I just remember feeling a connection. I, I can still remember you know being a little kid and, and, and going into my room and, and writing songs and like being so excited and, and coming out. And, and, and my mom would always uh, she'd always gratefully listen. With every time I'd have a new song, and she's like, "Yeah, let's check it out," you know. And she was she was just so so supportive. Um, and then eventually, when I was about uh, when I was about twelve years old, I think just out of because I was always singing, I just kind of I, I guess that's how I I got good at it was just by doing it all the time. And uh, I was able to uh, audition for a a, a professional voice choir. Um, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I grew up, they were called the Pittsburgh Boys Choir. And this was a great opportunity to, this is where I really started learning uh, the craft of singing, learning uh, classical music. And every, we would, we would rehearse, um, I think it was like two, maybe even three times a week. It was, it was a pretty serious group, but uh, we got to perform and during the summer, we got to go out and tour. And I remember my first tour that I went on with them. We, we toured um, the Midwest, and I got to sing um, at Mount Rushmore. I got to sing um, at the U.S. Naval Academy and the uh, U.S. Air Force Academy, and just got to, to, to visit some amazing places. And I remember, you know, thinking like being on a bus and going from town to town and. and getting to perform I thought this this is what I want to do man this is this is for me I just I, I knew right away that I loved it so I was very grateful to have that uh, to have that opportunity and I never really looked back I just um 
you know, I've always been a, a fan of music. I, I real my passion is is writing. I, I love I love writing songs. I love um, I love everything about it. I love you know figuring trying to figure it out. Like when you're uh, you're piecing together a song and and you know when you you know when you got it right. And uh, you know I love that it. You know when when people let me know, hey, I, I really like what you're doing. It's uh, it's such a amazing feeling so amazing hopefully that answered your question amazing oh, yeah. like, i feel like you just like uh, answered it like uh perfectly perfectly <laughs> let's play Thanks. another let's play another song justin they're all in the chat room going crazy that your voice is absolutely <laughs> incredible let's play another song um all right i want to do a little surprise first real quick here here hi this is Ken Bojack from the 60s jukebox review you're listening to the Jerry Petito Show, my fellow co-host on Remember Then Radio. Woohoo, Kojak. All right, here we go, baby. So we're gonna play another song. Well, okay, that could have be that could have been me. Right? That's the title, right? Okay, that could have been me. That, okay. that is correct. There we go. I love it. Here we go, guys. I love the song. I was just confused with the title. Here we go. see my phone My recollection is a little hazy And how the hell I get home Boy, last night got pretty crazy You tell me I was slamming down Acting like a clown Bought a whole bar around And away Well, okay It could have been me Hey, where's my credit card? Still at the bar, I guess I must have left it. And dude, where's my car? Oh yeah, I think I took an Uber instead. When did I get this sombrero tattoo? Why is my left eye all black and blue? Ain't no way. Huh. Well, okay. Could have been me That could have been me Staying home every night Holding her tight in my arms Could have been me Too blind to see everything I was doing wrong They want to ask me some questions 
Is there something that you failed to mention? They want to know if I broke into the zoo Kidnapped an Australian kangaroo Man, no way <laughs> Well, okay It could have been me Could have been me. Amazing. Tell us about that song, JC. So, okay, that could have been me. Was was kind of always supposed to be, you know, a little tongue in cheek, kind of funny, um, and and a little bit silly. But I think the the underlying message is that um, you know we don't always do the right thing, and and sometimes it's it, it becomes uh, very evident, you know. Uh, bad habits have a, have a way of doing that sort of thing. So um, it was just kind of a funny way to go, okay, uh, you know, get get your act together. Get get the, you know, if, if things aren't moving in the right direction, well, then fix it, gosh darn it. And uh, what's, what I'm really happy to say about this song is we've, we've got, I've been working with this uh, awesome animator out of um, Nashville, and he has been uh, has been working on an animated video that we're going to be releasing, um, actually on uh, on Valentine's Day. So that we got an official video for that song coming out. Amazing, Justin. The floor yeah. is yours, baby. Right. So uh, we talked about a little bit uh, like how you got started and everything. Uh, but uh, one topic that I really want to like uh, like uh, cover uh, today, like, is the fact that like uh, you are. Uh, not just a singer, but you're also a special ed teacher. Uh, tell us a little bit about how uh, you started getting into that and what made you want to like uh, take part in this. Absolutely, I'd be happy to. Uh, first, just want to say on the chat, I, I, I'm having some difficulties typing. It says it's, it's not letting me uh, type. So I just wanted to put out that uh, thank you for asking about my CD. You can find it on my website at jcmccord.com. So I wanted, wanted to get that out Perfect. Um, so how I got into teaching actually started, uh, it started when I was in Nashville and uh, working as a, a demo singer and a songwriter. Um, when you're pursuing the, the music business, you, you find, especially at the early stages, you find very quickly that you, you have to have multiple jobs um, in order to sustain yourself. And one of the jobs um, that I did was I got into uh, teaching virtual arts, which is so something I always, uh, I also did as a kid. So when I was uh, teaching martial arts, I started, um, I had a student that would come in, he would have um, his own personal uh, classes that would come in that um, was, was, was diagnosed with autism. And what a magical experience it was working with him there were some physical obstacles that we needed to overcome but it was a great lesson for me in learning that you know anybody can do anything you just have to find the the right way to communicate it i mean we all we all learn things different ways and, and when you can lock in to you know, finding a different way to learn something or finding a different way to communicate—it's—it's it's really a powerful experience. 
And that experience um, led me down the road to wanting to really get more into uh, teaching and, and working um, specifically with the special education population. So that led me going back to school. I, I, I got my master's degree and, uh, and eventually got into uh, the public school system up in New England. I'm in Massachusetts now. Um, and yeah, I've been, I've been doing that now for, um, I want to say a little over 12 years. I've, I've worked in middle schools. Um, I've worked in alternative uh, settings and residential settings. And um, now I'm in the high school. And it's, what's really rewarding is, you know, because I've been in middle school is to see how the students have progressed, um, not just academically, but just how they've progressed with life skills um, to becoming adults. So now I'm seeing adults coming back and, you know, thanking me for, for the work that I, I did with them. And it's, oh. it's just a really, really rewarding experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you don't mind, I definitely would like to share like a little bit of uh, my experience, uh, like with uh, autism. Sure. Of course not. I would love to hear that. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I said this like uh, on uh, the uh, the previous interview we did on Hamilton Radio, and I'll say it again to like everyone that others is listening. Um, I can't really speak for uh, anyone else, like who is uh, going through autism. All I know is that like uh, we definitely. Uh, share like uh, the same struggles and you know being an inspiration like uh, to anyone like obviously is a really good thing uh but i really think that like what bothers me the most about like uh, having autism is the fact that uh people like uh, say to me all the time you know like you're special and I sometimes get a little offended by that uh, because I don't really know like uh, what they would be referring to like a uh, special because like you really mean it or special because like I have uh, autism and uh, I really just uh, didn't want to be known like uh, for uh, just one thing. I mean, I wanted, I wanted to be known as like just myself as a whole. And I really like hope that like the people out there like, uh, who's listening right now uh, can relate to this amazing you are special to me but in an incredible way so look at the guests you get me <laughs> right come on so so uh like uh has anyone ever uh like uh so jc has anyone ever like uh like uh like had like a similar view like uh on like on like uh that like uh just like a when, when it comes to like the term special. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing your, sharing your truth and, and, and sharing your story, Justin. It's, uh, it's, 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 as Jerry was saying, it's, it's pretty amazing. And, and you're a very amazing person. I, I, what I've always, um, you know, when I, I've always approached, um, this profession is, is yeah, there's a basic, just a really a genuine understanding that you know if, if somebody is is diagnosed with with any kind of learning disability by no means does that define them and and it's it's not something that it should define a person it's just something that you have you know no more no less it's just something that that, that you have it's not who you are and I feel like that is very important um, 
internalized. I think, too, that, you know, I grew up um, in a generation that frequently used words such as retarded or mentally retarded. Mm -hmm. And I'm very grateful to say that, you know, finally it's been a long time coming, but, you know, the negative connotation behind that, we're finally in a society where we're, we're discarding that word and we're realizing that it does a lot of hurt and we're removing it from our vocabulary, which I think is great. Um, and I think that to some extent, um, special education um, tends to get shortened because in the education world, they, they like to use a lot of um, abbreviations for, for different kinds of things. And special education was always... Um, abbreviated to SPED, and I would hear, you know, of people referring to, um, you know, somebody that was receiving special education, oh, they're a SPED student, and I I feel like that that has that same kind of negative connotation that that, that we we are working on removing that from vocabulary as well, because, you know, what's important is, is that if, you know, if there's something being said that that is hurting somebody, then you know we really need to take a serious look at that and 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 make sure you know that when we're coming across the people that we're doing it in a respectful way. So I I just try to focus on on, on not kind of buying into any labels. Um, I've always approached my work with you know, finding a new way to do something or finding a different way to do something, finding a different way to learn, finding a different way to to communicate. And just because somebody has a a diagnosis, it doesn't define them. And it's not who they are. It's just something they have. So I want to interject here because I think it's time for a song. And this is the song I think is super appropriate, guys. Get the story right. Right? Get the story right. Here we go. The seat was taken. I said, No, ma'am, what you drinking? That's all it took. Had a new chapter in an old book. Every anniversary makes it a little harder to see. I keep looking back, praying that I don't forget that dress you wore, the auburn in your hair. Your perfume in the air I keep that close to me But I'm getting more afraid My image of you will fade Into a lost memory I gotta get the story right One about that magic night Slow dance to every song Stayed up to half past dawn Remember how I held you tight You whispered that you just met You have been the greatest time of your life Counted our last two lifetimes If I get the story right Turning 17 For fairy tales to chasing dreams Honey, you would be so proud of the person She's becoming now I'm painfully aware of what's missing I know this time she's wishing You were by her side She asked me all the time What you were like Clothes you like to wear 
your hair I know she reminds me of I love it when she smiles so big So daddy tell me again How you and mom fell in love I gotta get the story right What about that magic night Slow dance to every song Stayed up till half past dawn Remember how I held you tight You whispered that you just might Be having the greatest time of your life The kind that I'll last a lifetime If I get the story right I know up above you're watching Gotta get the story right The one about that magic night The slow dance to every song Stayed up till half past on Remember how I held you tight You whispered that you just might Having the greatest time of your life Kind that I'll last a lifetime If I get the story right Was taken. I said, no, ma'am, what you drinking? That's all it took. Had a new chapter. That was absolutely beautiful. Tell us about that. Well, we were talking, you know, I was telling you about how uh, writing to me is kind of like, you know, putting putting a big uh, puzzle together and, you know, making sure all the pieces fit. So the idea of um, get the story right originally was kind of more of a, a funny idea if, um, you know, if somebody, you know, had come into like, a, you know, a bar and, and, and met somebody for the first time and kind of tongue in cheek and, and being silly like, hey, um, you know, this is the first day that like we, we have to uh, we have to celebrate. And of course, the other person going, well, why? What are we celebrating? Um, we have to celebrate. This is the, the, the moment that we met. And this is the story that we're going to tell for the rest of our lives. And I thought, you know, I started from kind of that, just just kind of a, a, a silly place. But as I started working on the song, I realized um, I realized that it was it was really more about legacies. And um, unfortunately, I, I lost my mother uh, four years ago to cancer. And I, I, I feel like it's you know it's 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 something that I don't know that you know you, you never get over that kind of a loss. But um, I find that you know, memory comes uh, comes around a lot, especially when I'm writing. And I thought, you know, if to lose somebody, it kind of puts you you become responsible for you know telling their story and and making sure that their legacy lives on. Mm. And and what an important responsibility that is. Mm. And then uh, once I, I had that in my mind. Then um, the, the song that you now hear um, started to write itself. Oh my goodness, Justin! 
Yeah, incredible, man. Like, uh, and uh, I'm really uh, sorry for your loss, man. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. I, I definitely know, like, uh, how it feels, like, uh, to lose someone that you really love. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, because a lot of people, like, uh, uh, that I uh, grew uh, grew up with, like, uh, they uh, uh, really, uh, like, have I've been through a lot, like, and uh, I'm telling you, man, like, uh, like uh, we're, we're here for you, man. Right on. Thank you so much, Justin. I really appreciate that. Okay, so uh, so I want to rewind a little bit because, like, uh, I this, this is just a question out of curiosity, like, because I really wanted to answer this, like, uh, but, but we, like, had to play a song next. Uh, you said you did martial arts, right? That's true, yes. Uh, like, are you, like, a black belt? So, te- yeah, technically, um, I, the, when I, um, the last, uh, I did testing, and it's it's been quite a while, but the, the last rank that I had earned was a third-degree black belt, yes. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, so we, so we got a killing machine here. Whoa, he could <laughs> kick your butt. He could kick your butt, Justin. Like, seriously, this was just, this was just like a curiosity, like a for fun question. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, so we were talking about uh, uh, disability and like uh, terms that like uh, uh, like uh, we like prefer and like uh, we don't prefer. Uh, is there any like a way uh, like you uh, look at it? Like uh, like what terms like uh, do you really think uh, like uh, uh, do you think that people like uh, would uh, better understand to like or uh, and what's uh, your take on? Like, what's your take on basically, like, how, like, uh, to approach uh, someone, like, uh, with these uh, uh, challenges and uh, struggles? Beautiful question. Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, I I think the best approach, my approach is to always come from a place of compassion and empathy and, you know, to understand that we, we all don't do things or or learn things, you know, the same way. I mean, um, there's, you know, 101 ways to get from point A to point B. Um, So just anytime, you know, you know, we're working together, you know, with with people, it's just, it's when you come from a place of of empathy and you you come from a place of compassion, then, and you're never going to be wrong because if that, if that's where your moral compass is, then, you know, you're always going to be doing things the right way. Even if it, you know, even if it's, even if the, if the approach isn't right, or, you know, sometimes um, it's a lot of trial and error. I think I, I wasn't really, you know, thinking back in school, um, I always had great respect for my teachers. I don't know that I was always the best student. I think that things uh, learning came difficult to me. And, um, you know, again, growing up in a generation where, there wasn't a lot of um, tests designed to, you know, try to help help you navigate that if you were, you know, having struggles. Um, I just was sort of forced to figure it out. And, um, you know, now I look at it where I think that, you know, certain things probably would have been a lot easier had I had, you know, had I had an awareness of that or had I had help. So that's really what I try to do. Um, when I'm, you know, professionally, when I'm, I'm teaching is just, you know, try to, try to find out, okay, well, you know, if, 
if you're having a tough time understanding this, you know, this particular subject, let's, let's try, maybe I could try to find another way to explain it. And if not explain it, maybe it's not an auditory thing, then, you know, maybe we can, I can try to demonstrate it or show it, you know what I mean? And, and then you just, you're finding sort of, it's like a new way to communicate, but then you can usually tell when the person's got it, whatever that knowledge is, then they own it, you know, and, and, and that's what I strive to get to is just, you know, having, being able to communicate, you know, is, is really what teaching's all about, in my opinion. Yeah, right on, man. Amazing. Like, uh, right on. And I, I just got to say, like, uh, I, I just, like, uh, like got this, like, a flashback of, like, uh, uh, this memory. Like, and I'll tell you, like, uh, uh, a legend. Uh, I uh, actually uh, once uh, did uh, some work at uh, a deli. Like, and I actually, uh, definitely, like, had, like, uh, those challenges I would need, like, uh, someone to basically explain, like, or, like, uh, show me, like, how to do things, and, uh, it, w- it was really embarrassing, I, I, well, well, just, just for me, basically, uh, like, people may not find it embarrassing, but it was embarrassing to me, and I, like, would always, like, uh, because like every time like uh, people ask me to do something, like I would always like uh, do it like uh, wrong or like uh, well, n- well basically like not to their perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I definitely, uh, I definitely, uh, uh, those are the kind of moments like where I kind of wish like I actually like didn't really like uh, have the struggle uh, because. Uh, I just wanted, like, uh, to just, like, uh, be able to just, like, uh, do my job and just, like, uh, just go to work and actually do something with, like, my, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I do, I do, and that's, you know, that's, truth be told, that that's a very human quality. I think we all experience that at some point where we're not, we feel like we're not, living up to you know our expectations or you know we're not living up to other people's expectations and it's really hard to overcome that you know i mean that's that's just a very human quality i i think we all feel that at some point yeah because like my mom always used to like uh, say to me like uh the world like doesn't revolve around you and i i totally agree with that uh but i really think that like uh a lot of us need to be a little bit more educated on uh, these types of, uh, like, uh, basically on the types of uh, uh, things that, like, uh, we deal with autism, and uh, I'm pretty sure, like, uh, there's uh, other uh, stuff right now that people, like, uh, uh, need more knowledge on uh, so that we can uh, try to build a better community. So I, I find too that there's, you know we, we we tend to focus on um, some of the negative uh, characteristics of autism. There's I point out that there's some also some very very positive ones, um, you know. And you know students that I've worked with um, that uh, uh, that have autism, they're able to do some pretty amazing things, um, mm-hmm. you know, once they lock into what their strengths are. Mm-hmm. Um, things that 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 i'm just uh not capable of and i've always found that to be you know truly truly inspiring 
I want to interject here, guys. Everything that you guys have just said is just amazing to me. I was going to read a poem at the end. I'm going to read this poem now because I think it's appropriate. Because you're right, Justin and JC, people out there are struggling. And I love what you said, JC, about when they find their strengths and how incredible some of those strengths are through their autism. I want to read this poem because through this COVID, everybody's been feeling depressed or sad or, you know, homebound. And let, let me read this because I think it's appropriate at this moment. The poem I wrote is called Put Down the Gun. I had to have this purple gun just in case my life was done. I kept it safe, locked in my room because I was filled with gloom and doom. Yes, there were times that I just knew if I loaded it up what I could do, but I kept on hearing that gentle voice, put down that gun, you have that choice. Life may seem hard at the end of the day, but that's when you need to really pray. Dear Father, I beg you to show me the truth. How can life be so bad when I'm only a youth? Get rid of that gun and go take a shower. Ask someone for help, you do have that power. I just think someone out there needed to hear that today. And I just want to thank both of you for everything you're saying because people are in a, in a little bit of a state of shock right now this past year and everyone needs to feel some hope. Right on. And that was yeah. a, that's a very beautiful and very, very powerful poem. Thank you. Thank you. So let's play Out of Control by J.C. McCord because I think this is appropriate as well. Here we go, guys. Baby, you're raging crossfire king. You knock me down to the ground. And I'm drowning in your rain. You blow me away, stir up my soul. This love we got is out of control. Texas wildfire Where you turn The way you burn Leaves me yearning with desire Your smoldering embers Too hot to hold This love we got Is out of control We can't contain it Honey, it's insane, yeah We're talking epic Don't raise all kind of hell Let's let it rock, let's let it roll Let it get, let it get out of control Honey, it's a 
song jc so out of control is is really about um you know the the energy that um you know some of these things uh create you know the the the, the power um not that not that i it's not lost on me that you know i know that uh, things like uh, natural natural catastrophes i mean that they can be devastating and life-changing and uh, somewhat negative but there's also uh, a power that comes with that and sometimes you know just the power that these things create um you know when redirected and and used in positive ways can can be very effective um so that's that's where you know out of control gets that's where it it comes from uh sometimes things do tend to get a little bit out of control and we kind of have to uh tone them back i think that uh, you know especially what's happening with the, with the state of the world these days. So, right. you know, it feels like we're, it feels like the times we're out of control and, you know, that's usually, you know, history teaches us that that's usually when, you know, the Renaissance is, is usually uh, just ahead or not, not, not too far away when these things uh, get out of control. So. Right. Amen to that. Justin. Yeah. Incredible. So, um, I want to like uh, like uh, so we talked a little bit about like uh, your um, uh, your special ed uh, background and uh, so I want to go back to uh, the music background use uh, because uh, it says here that like uh, you uh, did go to college for uh, quite some time like uh, uh, studying music um, and after uh, like you graduated like uh, someone actually uh, convinced you to move to Nashville like I like a. Uh, I really hear like a lot of great stories about like how artists like uh, tend to make the, that that move to Nashville, and I I, got, I really like want to know like what was your take on it? Like what made you like that actually? Move? Sure, that's a great question. Um, so I I had originally gone uh, to Boston to study at Berkeley College of Music, and um, it was a really it was a really good place um, to sort of uh, sort of hone your craft and, and learn your craft, especially because you realize um, pretty quickly going there that um, you're not the coolest cat in the room. And there's a lot of amazing, amazing <laughs> talented people that are, you know, all trying to do the same thing. And there's just so many, you know, spots. We're all, you know, vying for attention. and There's only so many spots available. So um, one of my uh, professors there, a songwriting professor, Pat Patterson, um, he had always had these trips. We would take uh, spring break trips to Nashville, and and, and he's um, he's a songwriter himself, and, and so he's got the inside scoop. And he would take us to all these you know publishing houses and places. And, and and I just um, I, I knew that I would like it right away. Um, and he convinced me that 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 was uh, that was the place I needed to go. And it's funny. There's a, there's a saying um, when it when it comes to an artist uh, moving to Nashville, they say when you uh, you know, when you get on the, the outskirts of the city, stop at the, uh, you know, make sure you stop at the gas station and uh, ask for, you know, one of the attendants there and tell them you want to have a, uh, you know, if 
if he has a guitar, listen to him uh, play, or, or if they're a singer, listen to him sing. And if, and if they're better than you, then you better just turn around and head back home. <laughs> because the, uh, cause the, the level of, of talent is, is fierce. And, you know, like I said, everybody's fighting for spots. Um, but I found the experience, in all truth, uh, I, I found the experience to be really, really positive. I mean, the, the writing and the music community in Nashville, um, they, they kind of, you know, they, they looked after each other and they were very welcoming. Um, and I just, I learned so much from, from so many uh, talented people that it's, it was really like going to school again. You know, it was like, uh, you know, going from one college to, to another one. And um, I, I, was, I was very grateful for the time. I, I lived there probably about 10 years and I just learned so much about you know the business, uh, and I think that after a time, it just came, it just dawned on me that you know there were other things that I wanted to pursue in my life, such as teaching. Um, so I felt like I kind of had my my tenure there for a while, and then I, I I decided to go. But you know I I look at it like I, I'd never say never. You know I, I at some point I'll probably return. Uh, to, to Nashville because it's just it's such a great it's such a great city to live in it's beautiful yeah, yeah. and I, I definitely like uh like I want to say too that like uh I, I totally agree Nashville is an incredible place I actually uh, got to go there uh once uh where I actually uh uh drove uh uh, uh one of my uh oh friends. give him a I, shout out give him a shout out oh yes like a huge shout out to uh Manny Cabo uh, yes like uh, uh, yes, uh, I, uh, yeah, so, uh, basically, like, what had happened was, uh, like, uh, he was, uh, actually, like, uh, doing some shows in Jersey, uh, but, like, he definitely needed, like, uh, uh, to make a, a big move in, like, uh, his, uh, career, like, so he, like, said, like, uh, something's telling me, like, he's gotta go to Nashville, and, uh, uh, we, like, uh, were like, hey, like, let's do a road trip, and then, uh, uh, couple a uh, couple uh, days later like uh, we uh, uh, drove uh, 15 hours all the way from New Jersey to Nashville yeah uh, yeah wow. like I can honestly say like it's an incredible place like uh, uh, I uh, and I can only remember like uh, seeing like uh, the sky like uh, like on the street like uh, like uh, playing like uh, these drums like and everything <laughs> Like I, I, I don't really like uh, know like uh, what they're like uh, called like uh, I think those like a uh, little uh, like what is it like uh, these uh, uh, barrels uh, like these plastic barrels like uh, like they, they you would use as a drum and I like <laughs> and my and that like really hit me like uh, this is actually Music City this is actually like where amazing happens. Amazing. Um, I want to say something. Manny Cabo is an incredible, incredible musician, guys. Check him out. And I got to interview him and I love him as well. But I have a question for you, JC. Kojak, do you see what Kojak is typing? Do you know who Livingston Taylor is? <laughs> Actually, I was, just, uh, I was just sending him that back. Um, I did. I did have Livingston as a professor. He taught a uh, performance class. Oh, um, and yeah, so that was a, that was a pretty, pretty awesome experience. Um, and from what I know, he is still teaching there Very at cool. Berkeley. Very cool. So, and, and so I'm, and I'm assuming, okay, so you, uh, the son, is that, I, you must be referring to, and I, I apologize if I get the name wrong. It's Ralph, uh, Jacobine, Jacobine, 
um, I, I believe is his agent because I know that I, I know that Ralph works. Uh, Ralph is also a, a Berkeley teacher. I'm not sure if that is who. Oh, well, Kojak, let us know, baby. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> so would love to get, yeah, would love to get in touch with him. Uh, uh, Ralph, yeah. That's so cool. Stuff. It's also cool. What a small world, man. Let me tell you. Kojak, is Ralph your son? That's what he's asking, right? Is that what you're asking, Ralph? Yes. I, yes. I, I, I believe that's his agent, yes. Okay. So, Kojak, let us know if, if that's who he's talking about and you're talking about. Okay, so let's play. Um, wait, let's see what he says. He didn't know Livingston Kojak took a performance class from him. Are you for? Oh, okay, 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 cool, cool. Oh, there you go, there you go. Well, there you go. So let's play "Baby Just Talk to Me" and then we'll talk about it. Awesome. Here we go. Getting late, I should probably be heading home. You haven't said what's really on your mind. I'd hate to think maybe you'd rather be alone instead of having me stay with you tonight. It's not just a whiskey, got me a little frisky, I like when you got going on. I'm dying just to hold you, let me show you, it's okay to pour around your heart. Baby, just talk to me, let me see what you see, all the colors that you use to paint your dreams. Baby, just talk to me You got your pride up Fixing to tell me to go to hell Slow down, I ain't looking to start a fight Sometimes we gotta break down just to make what we have stronger This ain't about who's wrong and who's right Your eyes are like midnight, praying for daylight, searching for open arms I'm standing right in front of you, tell me what I got
baby, just talk to me about that beautiful amazing song well i definitely feel like the, the theme of our, our conversation today has been all about communication so this is the perfect segue to this song just um you know just just sometimes you just need to, to shout it out hey can we just can we just talk honestly you know just talk to me what, what is it that you need and, and it, it really it really just showcases that um you know, sometimes it feels like, especially you know, men and women, we're just we're just from two different planets, so to speak, and uh, and this is a celebration of that. So you know, beautiful. Sometimes you just you just gotta just gotta talk talk it out, say say what you really mean to say. You know, it's beautiful. Don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely beautiful. Your voice is off Thank the you. charts, man. Listen, everybody in the chat room is going crazy. Your voice is definitely off the charts. You are a superstar. Thank you so much. Oh my I really really goodness. appreciate that. It's I've been working on it a pretty long time. <laughs> Amazing. Justin? Okay, so uh, moving forward, uh, like, uh, so you're in Nashville, um, and uh, here comes, like, probably, uh, like, uh, the biggest shock of my life, like, uh, with, with you, like, uh, because it says here that, like, uh, something kind of happened and uh, you just weren't feeling right, and then you decide to go like to japan like and like uh like i don't understand like how you go from nashville to japan. like you know, like uh, like uh, was something like going on like uh, during that time like or were you just not feeling right like i gotta hear like uh, what happened like, uh, <laughs> that that is a fair question um and i, I don't know if we have enough time to, <laughs> to cover that no but uh all, all honesty um things you know, things, uh, especially in, in that particular industry, um, it's 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 very tough uh, to get ahead. And this would have been, you know, through the uh, late 90s, uh, early 2000s, you know, before uh, social media and, and the Internet was really was maybe it, you could even say was in its infant stage. It really wasn't a thing yet that was in everybody's household. So, you know, th there was only a few gatekeepers, um, you know, that were kind of letting people in to kind of get to the next level um, of your career. And, you know, as a young man, I just felt like things weren't happening fast enough, um, which, you know, and I, I felt, I guess, like I felt like I was, you know, maybe kind of getting looked over or I just wasn't able to, for whatever reason, generate enough buzz. And, and, I, and, and I just kind of did this soul searching, like, okay, if this isn't going to happen, you know, and, and, this is everything that I've been working for. Like, like what am I going to do now sort of thing? And I felt like I needed something big <laughs> to try to, to figure out things. I had a lot of ideas going through my head. So I thought, well, maybe it's a great idea to just jump off the grid uh, for a little bit. I had, I had stepped up 
enough money, had enough money that I, I didn't have to work for a little while. And um, I'd always wanted to go and explore Japan. I'd studied uh, the language. I had an opportunity to study in high school and a really cool teacher that, uh, that taught the language. And he had really convinced me that it was a place where I needed to check out. And it was one of those things where everything, the timing was just working to a way where it's like, okay, I guess we're, I guess we're going to Japan. So I, I didn't really have any preconceived expectations. I thought I'm just going to go over there for a while and figure out what my next move is. And once I have that, then I know I'll be ready to come back home. So I put everything in storage, um, went over there and backpacked. Uh, through Japan, through the, the countryside, and, um, you know, stopped at a lot of monasteries, stopped at a lot of amazing places, and I think the theme of that trip was what really, really amazed me was how people just sort of came out of the woodwork to kind of help guide me along my way, and uh, it was a real testament to human kindness and the kindness of strangers, and I thought, wow, how how can I pay this, you know, pay this forward um so i wanted to make sure that whatever the next thing i did it was going to be you know a profession where i was able to say thanks and you know and give service and uh, and that's that's how teaching came about Amazing. yeah now you said, yeah now you said that like uh, you studied uh japanese like in school like uh, are you uh fluent in japanese not at all <laughs> I and, and when I went over there, I wasn't fluent either. I would I, I spoke enough conversational, uh, you know, things to, to, to sort of get me by, and I, I relied very heavily on charades. Played a lot of that, but I was mm-hmm. able to get my point across. And and like I said, the, the, the um, folks were just very kind and and very giving and generous and, and willing to sort of help me along my way. Okay, yeah, this was just another curiosity question. But wait, I want to interject, Justin, real quick, because I've been to Japan. Um, I've been, I've been like, all over the world. I even went to Russia in the 80s when it was communist through a hospital in New York uh, on oh, a health wow. tour. Yeah, it was really cool. Had machine guns pointed at me. It's, it was a great experience. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I've had a crazy great ride. ride. But um, I love Japan, and you know what? they all smiled at me and I would just giggle because I I couldn't communicate at all. <laughs> and I would just like smile and wave and, you know, it, it was awesome. It was, I just had to say that it was absolutely awesome, but I want to give a couple more shout outs. Okay. So we've got a couple more people. Sean came into the chat room. How you doing, sweetheart? And Pablo Reyes. I want to give him a shout out as well. He's an entertainer. I got to, yep. I got to meet Pablo. He's a good friend of mine, him and his wife. Um, he lives in Florida. Pablo is awesome. And if you go on Facebook, Pablo Reyes, you should friend him because he sings from his living room and he'll throw you a kiss. And I love Pablo and he is such a beautiful singer and he does a lot of Elvis songs a lot. He's not an ETA, but he does a lot of Elvis songs. He is such a beautiful singer. So Pablo connect with JC baby. All right. Right on. Be happy. That's so great. what we're going to do, Justin, is we have one more song to play. We'll have JC give all his info and we'll let you ask one more question. How about that? All right. Sounds good. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, so, uh, we, well, I want to give you like uh, the chance to like, uh, promote like, uh, anything that, uh, uh, you have, uh, going on 
right now or anything that's coming up in the works and uh, where people can find you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I if you like what you hear, please uh, check out my website, jcmccord.com. Um, I do have uh, CDs available. As, uh, as Carol was, was kind enough to point out, she's, she's got her CD, a fellow Pittsburgher, and uh, it was a great experience getting to connect with her. Uh, on Facebook, you can check out J.C. McCord Music. Uh, we do have a, a personal, um, a private community called The Farm Team, and that's uh, set up to, it's like a place of uh, inspiration. It's, it's a great uh, it's a great place where, you know, people can uh, get in touch with each other, and we, we're all there to inspire each other, and also a great place to find out uh, the latest news on what I've got going on. Uh, with my music, I think I mentioned earlier we've got a new uh, video that we're going to release um, this month. It's an animated video for "Okay, That Could Have Been Me," so that's the next ex- exciting thing. And of course, uh, you know, find out when I, I get to be on the radio with you, wonderful people. So uh, that's on the uh, JC McCord Music on Facebook, and then you can uh, ask to be part of our farm team, and I will be happy to um, to uh, hook you up into that community. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Justin, do you want to tell everyone what you want to tell them about you? Yes. Uh, well, uh, first of all, I want to say, uh, JC, thank you for uh, taking the time uh, to uh, uh, come join us, and uh, I'm really glad. Uh, like uh, this uh, was this was well worth the wait. Like uh, uh, for like uh, okay, and already I forgot his name already. What was his name? <clears throat> Like, uh, like the guy that uh, you, uh, Jerry, the guy that you, uh, like, uh, were, were waiting on. Oh, Kenny Vance? Uh, oh, Kenny Vance. Oh, Kenny Vance, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was like, I just, like, uh, I just want Yes. Yeah, lead singer, what, Jay and the Americans? Yeah, Jay, listen, yeah, and, and the Planetones, yeah. come on, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but Kenny Vance, like, uh, like, uh, thank you uh, so much, like, uh, for, uh, like, uh, getting like uh everything uh settled and like uh, this was well worth the wait like, uh, <laughs> and i really look to, uh, uh looking forward to like an uh, incredible like uh, uh more incredible interviews as well uh like uh, uh maybe in the future with you and uh to the others that like uh, we have books and uh if uh, you're interested in sharing your story with me like uh please uh, uh shoot me an email at just drum 1997 at gmail.com and uh, you can also uh, find me on Facebook. Like, uh, just shoot me a message and say, like, hey, like, uh, uh, do you like uh, have a story that you want to share with me? Like, uh, and uh, I will gladly look into it. Well, Justin, thank you so much. And the truth is, is that this has been an absolute pleasure uh, for me. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. And thank you so much for sharing your amazing talents. You are an inspiration, sir. So yeah, well, that means a lot, man. Thank you. So here, I have a little special treat for you. Speaking and of Jerry, you're not so bad. You're oh, I self. love you, man. But wait, <laughs> I have a little treat for you guys. Speaking of Kenny Vance, hold on. It's Kenny Vance, and you're listening to Remember Then Radio, the greatest radio station in the world.
to do now is say my thank yous to everyone out there we're, we have another song we're going to be playing um i will read one more poem at the very end guys so don't go nowhere but i want to say thank you of course to justin justin man you know how i love you and you are an incredible guest co-host and you bring me the greatest guests okay so thank you thank you thank you young man for that that's number one jc what can i say you are such a superstar and I am the one who's honored to have you on my show not just once but more than once um and thank you so much for this interview you've made so many people smile today well that's what it's all about you know thank um, you and any anytime anytime uh, I'm always available for you and this has really been uh, truly just a, a very special special thing so thank you so much for the opportunity so and, and, uh, yeah, and Jerry, like, I just got to say, like, you know how I feel about you, like, and I always appreciate it. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. So this you is... You are pretty awesome, absolutely. I concur. Thank you, baby. So this is what I want to do. I want you to tell us about the next song I'm going to play, because once that song is over, then I'm going to read a closing um, poem. So let's talk about this song. We're still here. Tell everybody about this song, and then I'm going to play it. Well, quite simply, it was a love song. Uh, it is a love song to my wife. Okay. And, uh, you know, we, we found each other a little bit later in life, um, which was perfect because, you know, the, the, the best things in life are, are definitely worth the wait, and, and she was, and she is. And okay. the fact that um, I also have, even though uh, I am uh, a diehard uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I do have to uh, give a shout out to Tom Brady uh, when he was playing with the Patriots, and I just remember him. Uh, you know, it was his, one of his mantras was "We're still here, we're still here." Uh, they took that all the way to the Super Bowl. So I, I, I stole the idea. Uh, oh, the title. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. So I have to give Tom a little bit of a shout out, and uh, hope I hope he does well in this year's Super Bowl. But. Uh, yeah, it's it, it it's about um, it's about that special deep kind of love when you you know you're overcoming obstacles and you're you know you're still there because it's it's so worth it. It's amazing. Carol just it. typed it. She was a Steelers nurse. Beautiful, Carol. So cool. Yeah, I always love a good love story. Oh, <laughs> that's great, Justin. That's so cute. All right, here we go, guys. We're still here. Just keep saying that the world's grown colder and love can't win. Ain't no use, only fools would even try. They say hearts break down, they don't build them like it used to. That's the way it is. Nothing lasts, just falls apart with time. For sure 
everything worth fighting for We're still here Solid as we ever been Every day I'm falling in love with you all over again Baby, hold on tight We're still here You and me together There ain't nobody better That I can count on Like all the stars That shine up in the night When I get lost in the dark And I start to wonder Baby Enough. Your kiss helps me see the light Every memory we make Builds a lifetime they can't take away We're still here everybody superstar country singer incredible incredible person inside and out you heard it here on the jerry petito show on rtr remember then radio yes so i want to 
say thank you, of course, to RTR, to Angel and Steve, the owners of Remember Them Radio, for this incredible, incredible platform. Because, guys, without this platform, I wouldn't be here keeping this music going. We have the most incredible musicians from back in the day until present. The station was actually named after Larry Chance from the Earls, his song, Remember Then. Okay? And... You know, I'm going to say something. I'm going to tell this cute little story about that. Um, Give myself a little pat on the back. But this is so cool, this story. So I was enshrined in 2019 into the Internet International Hall of Fame for radio show hosts. Once that took place, I was able to hear some of the judges saying why they thought I should be in. This one particular judge, he may have been from Germany, if I'm not mistaken. He said, if Jerry Petito got to interview Larry Chance from the Earls... On the same station, Remember Then Radio, that named their station after his song, Remember Then, she has to be in. So Larry Chance and Remember Then, help me get in and thank you, thank you, thank you. So Remember Then Radio, guys, is an incredible, incredible station for so many reasons, especially through this past year, guys, because there have been so many people home, not being able to leave their homes, getting a little bit more and more depressed. Friend of mine is not out of the woods yet fellow radio host she tried to commit suicide just a week ago and that's only one of the many stories this past year has caused um what i want to say is this i am the author of i'm not an addict i'm just an ass i'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass because guys 30 years ago i was a dumbass but july 27th of this year I can honestly say, God saved my life. It's 30 years my life was changed. And, you know, um, what's what's even really cool about that date is my radio shows on, my, on different networks are already written in stone, so I don't have a choice with the dates. I am doing two radio shows on that exact date. That's from God. So I am going to have two incredible shows on recovery on the date of my 30 year. So, um, stay tuned for all that information. But what I want to say out there is this, please don't judge the addict. Please don't because they're not, they're, they're okay. They are not worthless. I'm going to share a little story and I hope this brings hope to people out there. I was judged harshly by a family member for years, for years. And guess what? When her child, someone I absolutely love became an addict It blew her away. And guess who she turned to? Me. And I helped save his life, my cousin. And that's why I say don't judge the addict because it's going to be those people in the future who are going to help save another addict. And through my shows, through God, I have done that so many times. And I just, God's using me and I will never, ever stop doing what he's asking me to do. So having said that, guys, I just revised my book. Um, again, I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. And if you want to purchase it, you can go to Archway Publishing and put the title in or my name. The majority of probably even 110% of my proceeds, I, I give back. Okay. I work with a lot of halfway houses. I get help people get in. I pay for some people's sobriety. You know, that's what God is using me for. So having said that, I would like to close today's show with a poem I wrote. Um, it's called change your choice. And a lot of people believe addiction is a disease. And I'm here to tell you why it's not hear me out. Okay, guys, 
Addiction is a dis-ease of the brain cells while using, and it could be anything. It could be food. It could be sex. It could be gambling, right? Whatever the addiction is, our brain cells are altered. If, and I'm also now recovery coach and I'm also a nutritional health coach. I cured myself of two cancers over 25 years ago through nutrition. So I'm here to help anyone free of charge. Okay. You can be changed in one year. If you change your food, if you change your lifestyle, you will no longer have that so-called disease of addiction. So I'm going to share something with you guys to make you really think. And then I'm going to read this poem. What people are taught in the rooms are you have a disease, you are powerless, and you will have this forever. Yet they teach the family members to let that family member that they love who has a disease that they are powerless over and will have forever to hit rock bottom. Don't help them. Kick them out if need be. That doesn't make sense to me because if someone truly had a disease that they were powerless over, you wouldn't tell the family member that. So you see this little contradiction there. So that's why the recovery rate is very, very, very low in these rooms. I never tell anyone not to go to meetings because if that's your only support system, please go. So having said that, if the addict can choose to use, the addict can choose to stay clean. And here's this poem, guys. Change your choice. I had a life-changing moment that I knew had to be The only way to change things was to first start with me. So I looked in the mirror and woke up one day and thought to myself I needed to pray. So I asked God to change me, to help me stay strong, to clean up my mess, to right what's been wrong. I cleaned up my diet. I cleaned up my room. I cleaned up all habits with this old dirty broom. I kept going forward and never looked back. I refused to derail, stayed on the right track. I realized my worth and all that did matter through my selfish behavior, the lives I had shattered. I finally decided at 30 years old to stop abusing my body, my mind, heart, and soul. My life-changing choice that I had once made over 30 years now, guys, my debt has been paid. So you read all my thoughts on how to stay clean. It's all or nothing, my friend. There's no in-between. (laughs) to live or to die is a choice you must make your life is not worthless and you're not a mistake one day at a time is a slogan you've heard it works if you work it while applying his word for you to get healthy for your mind not to fail escaping reality will keep you in jail with addictive behavior sex drugs food or money substituting addictions now isn't that funny i'm not an addict this too shall pass I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. May the good Lord bless and guide you. I want to say thank you to everyone listening. Once I share this show, please, please share it because I know that this show is needed for so many, so many, so many people out there. So having said that, here's my thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. What to do? Just what to do? Just what to do? If what you're feeling is really true? Is really true? Is it 